0: This episode of Toys on Tap is brought to you by Elite Sweets, the donut makers. Damn, they're good. You ever look in the mirror and just realize, man, I'm fat. I want to lose this fat. I did that back in September. I started a weight loss competition with my best friend. And we looked in the mirror and realized, man, this is the biggest we've ever been. And honestly, what it is, we ate too many donuts. That's all it was. Before we started the weight loss competition, did some Googling, trying to figure out what I wanted to go, and Elite Sweets was the brand. They came up. They've got three donuts that are so good. Chocolate, birthday cake, cinnamon, sugar. You do not want to miss them. They come shipped in a box that's refrigerated. Put them in the fridge. You can heat them up, grab them on the go. They're good cold, good hot. Oh, so good. I can tell you that I'm down 30 pounds. I'm excited about that. And it isn't without the help of Elite Sweets. You can find them on Instagram at Elite.Sweets. You can find them online at EliteSweets.com. Also, if you go on and you purchase some of their donuts and you enter Abraham15, that's A-B-R-A-H-A-M-1-5, you get 15% off your next order, which is dope. A-B-R-A-H-A-M-15, Abraham-15, boom, that's the code. So go on, buy the variety packs. You will not be sad for doing so. Those donuts are so damn good.
1: Suck Lord in the damn house. All right, um, hey what's up nothing how is the audio for you it's great you can hear me fine yeah hear you perfectly that's probably the only
0: thing that matters we're gonna start it off you sent me an email and i loved your email that you sent like basically i could google all this shit about you yeah that still holds yeah i love that 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 like you've been real with me since the first time I sent you a, a message, trying to get into toys, and you said, "Don't don't listen to anyone. Just do whatever you want to do."
1: Yeah, how'd that advice play out for you?
0: Super well, because I stopped asking people what I wanted to do.
1: Oh yeah, and then, and how are the results of your of your efforts?
0: Fucking freeing! It's wild. Like I feel so much better not having to please anyone.
1: Well, you would have failed at that anyway. So I'm glad. I'm glad you removed that criteria from your uh, from your ledger there.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are still people I definitely look up to, but I for sure haven't asked anyone how to do something. I've asked for help in certain things because I mean that just fucking. I mean,
1: let me let me let me let you in on a little secret. There, there wasn't any really great wisdom in what I said to you. I just wanted you to leave me alone. I'll take it. Like I couldn't be bothered. So yeah. I just made up a reason, you know, and I thought maybe I'd just send you on your way. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. I like people that are
0: straightforward and to the point. Why do you think it, it is that no one fucking cares about this form of art?
1: Um, Maybe because it's just not that good or important or relevant and people have better things to do than just like pay attention to a bunch of fucking immature grown men playing with sticking Star Wars figures up their ass. I mean, maybe that's probably the reason or the other reason is that just everybody's really fucking stupid. Or another reason is that it's so brilliant and so sophisticated and so ahead of its time that the rest of the world hasn't caught up to it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I look, I look at some of the things in the world that people do, do get excited about and they don't seem any better or relevant than what's happening in this little bootleg. Is this for like, are you talking about bootleg toys or just all yeah. toys, just bootleg toys specifically? Yeah.
0: Just bootleg toys. I
1: don't deal with vinyl or any of that. Uh, stuff. It's, I don't know. It's a great mystery. I mean, to be honest with you, I think that the entire bootleg toy world only exists as a figment of my own imagination. <laughs> and that, because of my own personality failures, I haven't been able to like connect it to like a wider more mainstream or like important or you know s- you know relevant audience, so therefore, the rest of the community suffers because of that okay when, I, when when I convince the so called art world that this matters, then all of you guys will eat, but until that time, you're stuck where I'm stuck so
0: uh, I'm interested in you 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 know of course I can Google all this shit. I can, there's a list of things on your website. There's all kinds of stuff. I'm interested in you because you've done something different than a lot of people. And you have gotten into the idea of monetizing your persona, persona. That is insane because it spreads out into so many different avenues. And so many people don't do that. I'm listening. Yeah. So why, like you started, like,
1: well, explain that to me. Cause I don't know if that's particularly evident.
0: Yeah, okay. So you are this guy that starts listening to your beats, break beats, uh, Star Wars, whatever they were, your own music out in your tracksuit with a helmet on in like, what, 95, 96, 94, something like that? Something like that. And you're out there creating a persona before anyone had seen or heard of you. You start this. Then you make it into this breaking new art form that doesn't really exist. You start with toys, and then you start by making, what, psychedelic 66? And then you, as you keep going, you put out uh, Gay Empire. Yes. And you start something, but are still monetizing and benefiting from when you were out on the street dancing and putting your boombox and being that guy. And now everyone knows you as suck lord. And this is this role and like life and persona that you play out in every aspect. As far as like you're breaking into NFTs, you're out on the street doing whatever you do. You're uh, a part of social justice. You're doing auctions. You're doing whatever you do with your studio. You do this with comic cons or whatever. You're monetizing it on a different level than I've ever seen
1: before. I mean, I don't feel particularly monetized, you know, (laughs) if you really want to know the truth. I mean, it's not like I'm rich yet. You know, I would have thought that would have happened by now, but it's still almost just as much of a of a uphill battle as it was when I first started. I mean, maybe my footprint has gotten bigger, but I like I don't know. It's still, you know nothing has really changed. I've been, do. I just started doing that shit almost, was that was it, fucking 20 years ago? When was, when was 1996? How long ago was that? 25 years ago?
0: Yeah. 25.
1: Jesus. And like, you know, and I'm still fucking struggling. I don't know. I, I don't know if I, w- I don't know if I would regard it in the same success as you have. I mean, maybe it's successful because I've been able to do nothing else but that for most of that time. You know, so I guess in a way that's a success, but I'm definitely didn't get rich off of this shit. But I mean, I guess I got to be that guy full time and that, that's not bad because that's just a total extension of my ego and everybody loves to be successful in their egos. So, and that feels good, but you know, I don't, I feel like it's not, you know, I feel like I always have to go back to that same attitude that caused me to do that in the first place. Because like I'm not in any place where I can just relax and get comfortable. And I'm still like struggling to convince people that this shit matters. I mean, guys like you are coming out of the woodwork, you know, to, to, you know, do whatever it is we're doing here. And that's nice. But as far as like taking this to Hollywood, you know, or taking this to the next level or like breaking into something, none of that has happened. You know, I'm I, I, the art world doesn't give a shit about me, you know, fucking Hollywood. I can't even get on fucking toys that made us, you know, or any of that shit, like even low level, low hanging fruit like that. Don't seem yeah. to care about this. You know, Super Seven hasn't made a fucking figure for me yet. You know, so I don't I don't know. Like the success is relative. You know, I mean, I get to live in my own fantasy world every day that's a success unto itself. But as far as like financial success or like success and like, uh, like if I stopped doing this today, it would just end, you know, there's no infrastructure here. There's no empire that's been created. It's just some guy, you know, has such an infinite ego and little else except like an imagination and like a, a, a good ability to talk shit, you know? So I don't know. Is that success to you?
0: I, I mean, I would say it's better than a good ability to talk shit. I've, I've watched your videos, your suck hours. Like I've tried to, it's almost like getting a glimpse because I I don't fully understand. Like there was this grassroots movement where you went from being this persona that you're playing to all of a sudden you create a toy and people gave a shit enough about that toy or about what you were doing to get you on what the uh, the next great artist yeah, And then while he's the host, like whoever that British guy was talking about how he's bought multiple of your pieces and all kinds of shit. Like that is, you're the first of your kind and yet he already knew about you. Like what, what's that grassroots movement look like? How did you all of a sudden come, like you started and then all of a sudden people knew who you were? What does that look like?
1: I mean, I wouldn't say all of a sudden. I mean, I feel like in a lot of ways I'm still waiting for the thing to happen that, you know, I was waiting for to happen in the first year. You know, it was just all these other things showed up, you know, like I really thought when I started making that shit, my highest aspiration was like maybe Kid Robot or maybe Hasbro would, you know, or maybe George Lucas, you know, would like give me a job, you know, or put me into something or, or I would, you know, get represented by an art gallery or get a TV show or something like that. And none of that shit happened on any enduring level, you know, all those little things, you know, that make it look like this is some big victory. Well, those are all just smoke screens. Like Simone de Puri going on, you know, saying on TV that he bought something of mine, you know, that looks great and everything, but I can't get that guy to take my phone calls now. And it's like, it's not like, who cares? Nobody fucking care. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. You know, like that doesn't really matter. It only matters to like people like you who want to do something creative and then they see what I do and they're like, Oh, that's, that's, that's this, that's an achievement because that British guy, you know, yeah. said that one thing I hate, I'm, I'm ruining this, ruining this for everybody. Aren't I? No, you know, I like, think you're, destroying you're, the illusion you're here, being right? real. Like I think
0: that's, what's most important. Cause in every, every conversation I have about, With other toy people, every conversation I have about toys, like you're in that conversation, but we never talk about the real shit that's behind it. We always talk about like, oh, we love your toys or, oh, we have them uh, or how many of these do you have or whatever BS that's going on in our heads. But we don't talk about like the reality of, man, this is still a grind for you. Like you still got some shit going and then you you bring up that you're still waiting for it. So what is that thing that you're waiting for? Other than people giving a shit, what does that
1: look like? I mean, I don't know. First, that's just funny because I just realized that like my persona is so successful that I could come on something like this and completely destroy it. And that somehow makes it, that somehow burnishes it even more. That's who you are. Yeah, that's who we how, the, how is that possible? Because I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to attempt to sort of like debunk every myth and legend that surrounds me. You know, and in doing that, it's going to actually, like, reinforce those myths and legends, which is not by my own design. You know, this is just some dumb. This is just how I manage my personality. And it just happens to work in that weird Mobius strip kind of way, like where the more I deprecate myself, the more I'm elevated. You know, I guess that's sort of in a way what like a suck lord does, you know. Yeah somehow takes something that sucks and makes it great and takes something that's great and makes it suck. And by in doing so that instills some other type of greatness to it. So I don't know, but how would I define success for myself? Well, a, it would definitely be financial. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would be out of debt. And I wouldn't have to grind away at just like sort of last minute fucking stopgap measures like I was doing just earlier today just to make enough money to pay the bills so then I can get back to the work that really interests me. It's like if I could just do the work that really interests me and work on a greater scale and not have to concern myself with money or at least not have to concern myself with my own personal finances, you know, and there was time and I got had time to work on my fucking pornos and had, you know, some better clothes to wear and you know, get, you know, get a bigger platform and get paid yeah. for it. get paid for like just doing this. Like when you say you monetize your personality, that's not entirely true because if that was the case, then people would just pay me to just fucking sit there and do my personality. I still got to sell them something. I still got to sell them an item. You know, I personally would love to just get away from fucking making items. Like I'm tired of stuff. Yeah. tired of objects and putting things in boxes and mailing them and entering tracking numbers and having to fucking sit there and paint this fucking thing like an asshole, you know, till four o'clock in the morning to make fucking a hundred bucks. You know, I'd like to not do that. I'd like to just like do shit. You know, like I look at what Action Bronson does and mm-hmm. to me that looks like success to me. You know, he just sort of lives his life, you know, and, and that be, that's like a show into, unto itself. Like, I know I could do that also, but I don't know how to get that. And I don't know why that hasn't just shown up because, you know, it makes total sense to me, but I don't know like why that isn't already a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I knew that you were like, this is real. Look, when I bought a toy, you had gotten on Instagram and you did this thing that had me dying laughing because you were so real and you said, uh, I got to give to Caesar. What is Caesar? So I'm going to post shit. You're going to buy shit and I'm going to pay my bills. And that is a behind the curtain look on Instagram. I was like, oh, for sure. I'm going to buy shit. Yeah. what? Well, okay. You, you're, whatever it was that you had built up enough in my life. I was like, yep, I'll buy it. Whatever.
1: Well, I mean, I guess I don't know why people like, it's like, I don't know why people buy the stuff that I'm making because it's like, I'm not like mesmerized or well, I can't tell, to be honest with you. Like, sometimes I'm utterly fascinated by just the bullshit that goes on in my own head and how it turns into, like, a little object that I can sell. But I don't understand why the fuck people buy this shit day in and a day out. It's like, I don't know. Like, I would never do that. I would never just go to some idiot on Instagram who whose little fucking brain fart is now a little plastic thing in a package and go to his web, like stop what I'm doing, go to his website and buy it, and then what, hang it on my wall? For what? Why the hell would I do that? What do I, I get? Nothing out of that. It's like, who cares? But people do it, and I don't understand it. And maybe it's better that I don't understand it. You know, or I mean, if I did understand it, maybe I could manipulate these people into spending even more money. But I mean, it it wouldn't
0: be shocking if you charged more money and you still sold out well eh, you'd be surprised is there have you noticed no. that cuz like i
1: no. sometimes if the price is too high people don't buy it period See, that's, that's crazy i there's uh, guys that i talk to i mean if that was true i'd be charging a million bucks yeah and it's like i'm happy i'm happy on some level that some person is like getting something out of this and is inspired by it or is like it is being moved in some way, that's great. I don't understand why or what, you know, maybe just because I'm so cynical and bitter about my own work that it's like, like I, the only way I can handle doing it day in and day out is to just, you know, it's to hate on it. I don't know, I'm, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I almost feel like I can't make it unless, unless I'm bringing it down to earth, you know, and turning it into just like a mundane operation. It's like, I mean, whatever, sometimes I'll like grind away at like a fucking series of fucking figures and make like 60 pieces. And every minute of it is just like, what am I doing? Uh, What the fuck? This is terrible. And then it's done. And then I'll get drunk. And I'll maybe just finally look at the completed output and be like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, this is great. I'm this, this, if I hadn't made this, I would probably like all of this. That's cool. That's cool. And then it's fucking over, you know, but like, why some people like, have to have everything i got guys that have been buying my shit for 15 years and they have to have every single thing and like i guess that's flattering you know if they think that this is worth something but the, that eludes me and maybe that's why i can't sell it to like more famous richer people because it's like i I'm, the, the 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 cloud of illusion that i'm spinning around myself just isn't thick enough i don't i haven't like vibrated on that level yet
0: yeah i mean what's crazy is you have people like dove who also have cases of your stuff that they collect i'm aware and that like he's not just some um, like he kind of holds our toy community together with his conventions and all the stuff he does so right. like you it's not just people like on the lower end like me but you got higher people that are just collecting these things because for some reason
1: dove is just the fucking king of you guys Oh, absolutely. He, he, you know, I mean, he's just as big of a fucking geeked out weird loser as everyone else <laughs> he just happens to be smarter and more successful in life where he's able to, like, do these things. But he's just as deranged and neurotic as you are. Oh, that's good to know. know. Maybe even more so. Oh, that's even better to know. Yeah, so what I'm interested in, too,
0: is, like, I've seen like a progression too, as I've, cause I've only known about you for maybe a year. Um, and I empty life you've lived. I know. Yeah. Right. I missed out on so much shit and it was because someone had told me about stuff that you had created, uh, just in passing. So I had to go look it up. Plus suck Lord is an enticing name. Uh, so uh, it doesn't work great on Tinder. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It probably says some shit about me that I think that's an enticing
1: name. Uh, no. No, I think that's the right reaction, but go on.
0: Yeah, well, there's this progression that I'm seeing that's happening because you are now shifting. You're talking about not wanting to make figures, not wanting to do that shit, and you're moving into this NFT world, which if we thought that, if you think that action figures and toys and all that shit is pointless, I mean, NFTs have got to be low on your fucking totem, right?
1: I mean, I guess... I mean, it's like, again, I just, you know, it's just like, it, it it looks like a good way to make money. Yeah. And it's like, don't get me. I actually, to be honest with you, like making NFTs better than I like making figures. And I like the actual result of what I've created. And I've also seen other work that I like. I think the work is good. It's just like, I haven't really fully wrapped my head around the ownership concept of it because I can't really figure out why why owning it is important because there's very little about owning it that gives you any sort of qualitative advantage. You know, like if at least if you buy an action figure, you can play with it, you can pose it, you can stick it up your ass, you can paint it, you can customize it. There's only so many of them in the world, you know, and it's like looking at like a figure in your hand is not the same thing as looking at a picture of it on your computer screen, but that's all you can do with an NFT. You know, maybe you can put it in a digital frame, but you can like put an image of an NFT on your phone or on your frame and enjoy it and look at it and have the same experience as the person who bought it. You know, so I just like, it's a little weird just trying to figure out like what the the real true value of it. It's almost happening on this like frequency that i can't quite dial in that's maybe why i'm still stuck in the world of objects you know i've heard some people just say that it is somewhat abstract you know and it's like you're almost just sort of like buying an idea or you're but you're not buying the idea because you don't own the idea it's not, I, I i don't know I, I mean it's like this has sort of been like a little bit of a a stumbling block for me because it's like, I did bring some people in from the toy world into the NFT world to buy my stuff. But it's like, I haven't been able to come up with a coherent hustle or coherent argument as to like why they should keep buying it. You know, it's like, I feel like I should just go for the people that are already sold on it because then I personally don't have to really understand it as long as people are into it and they support it, that's great, you know, and I'll take it at face value that they're getting something out of it that maybe is is even beyond my own perception because that's kind of how I feel about my toys. So it's like, I don't feel like I have to understand it to like do well at it and to, you know, get into it, but it is sure is some different shit. And it's like, it like anything though, it requires um, groundwork. Like I, I have to go out there and I have to beat, you know, beat cheeks and make the connects in that world. And that's just the thing that takes time, you know? And it's just like a little harder to do that, I think, in that world, just because, you know, I can't go out on the street in a costume and sell NFTs out of my pocket, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. happening in a more different,
0: different space. Uh, yeah, you know, I've heard it described as this idea of like uh, that book or movie, Ready Player One, you get in that virtual world, and if I buy your shit, it's gonna be on my wall in my virtual house, wherever the fuck that is. And I think, uh, which is a cool idea, but then I've heard it described as if I buy it, I just get the code, but you still have the art. And so it's like that, like that doesn't do me any good until I have my virtual shit going. And so I, NFTs are so still a struggle. I, I'm not fully understanding. Like crypto is way easier for me to understand. Like yeah. Well, it's
1: still at the end of the day, it's still money.
0: Yeah. And so it's, I think, more than anything, like, I'm just so excited that people are doing it and trying it. That way we can get these kinks out of the way and be able to just fucking describe it to people, like, what it means.
1: I'm not able to do that right now. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna, I, I feel like I need to expose myself more to people who are more immersed in it you know, that's like sort of the next thing on my agenda is to start putting some more time because I want to keep doing it. I have, I have a bunch of them already ready to go, Yeah, but it's like, I didn't want to just keep dumping shit out until I like built up the clientele. I think I have, I have, I have, I've been come, I've been putting together a little strategy as how to like, you know, sort of ingratiate myself into that universe and how to take like, whatever it is that I've like, created in in this space and and do it there or maybe it's a whole different approach i don't know
0: yeah i think the the best way i've seen it i mean not as far as strategy but the the coolest thing that i've seen is they send you a plexiglass plexiglass thing that like the artwork is like spinning on some screen and it has a label in the back and i mean it would probably say you're
1: an asshole for buying this i'm assuming I I i already did that yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, already did a version of the Sucklord sixty six as an NFT, and that slogan is prominently featured in there. Figured it would be. Yeah, but I mean, it's just what I find. in I mean, I've seen people try to make toys and figures as NFTs, and it's like basically here's like something that's sort of trying to represent or simulate a three D object, and here it is spinning around three hundred sixty degrees over and over again. To me, that seems kind of pointless. It's like, it's not an object and it's not an object. It's not an object anymore. So it's just like, I don't feel like, to me, it's very freeing to not have to actually represent an object. I could just take like all the old things that I've done and just sort of take the idea of it or like the energy of it or just the vibration of it and just like turn it into something you know, more, less tangible. It's like, I don't feel like, what's the point of going into this purely digital space and then just trying to replicate something that exists in the in the 3D space? You know, it's just like, I mean, if that's what you want to do, cool. I'm not knocking anybody else. But for me, that's not what I'd want to do. That just feels like going backwards. Yeah, because I mean, you're trying to get away from figures and stuff. So just yeah, bring and in and the thing. Yeah, if you true. want a figure, buy a figure, you yeah. know, but it's like an NFT for me is just like, it, it moves at a much higher vibration than like physical matter, you know? So it's just like, why would I want to bring the vibration back down by trying to use it to describe a physical object? Just yeah. to me, it just doesn't, that's just, it's not what I want to do.
0: What I'm interested uh one of the things I wanted to ask and talk to you about, we can, kind of goes along with this is this idea of like, you've created so many, bootleg toys and you've had themes suck Lord through the ages and the beginning and different things you've partnered with people and you've had metallic uh, Boba figures, like all kinds of stuff. And you have created such a vast thing. Have you Like catalog- are these cataloged anywhere? You got pictures of all these that are cataloged? No. Cause in my head, it seems like the next because you've created such a footprint, be it it's monetized or not, like you are known everywhere for whatever you do. The next thing I'm thinking
1: that were true, but okay.
0: Well, the next thing I'm thinking is like, a uh, in the digital world, it's a catalog of everything you've
1: created. I mean, I think a book is in order. I mean, is that in talks of like a later thing for you? I mean, I've been talking about that with various people for years and, It'll happen eventually. I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like there is some uh, end point to this particular uh, body of work. You know, like I'm not going to be the Toy Lord of Chinatown forever. You know, I'm not going to be like that supervillain holed up in his weird laboratory cranking out these weird misshapen, handmade, weird things. Like that story has a conclusion, you know? And it's like, when that happens, then I'm gonna want to sort of recap that whole thing in some some way in a, in a book, most likely. I've but heard- like the story's still going on. So it's like kind of hard to like document it in a sort of compendium or some sort of like definitive, you know, uh, sort of like volume until it's like finished. So it's like, that'll happen eventually. I mean, we right. ha- have access to the entire catalog, to the entire collection of everything I've ever done. So when it comes time to photograph all of that stuff, which is going to be a fucking gigantic project, but it's there. You know, it can't, it can, it can be done. So it's just not the right time to do it. It's not right. My hope is that you release it on like viewfinders,
0: and you just have yeah. a bunch of circles of every action figure you've ever made. And it's like
1: yeah, that would be cool. That's a good idea. There you go. I mean, it's we like talked about entire. all kinds of shit, making Atari cartridges and 8-track tapes and blacklight posters. I mean, I'm into all of that stuff. But I got so much going on. It's hard to focus on those things. And, you know, they're vanity projects. They don't make money. You yeah. know, or At I- least that, for, for now, they don't. I mean, if Cause put out a fucking Viewmaster, forget about it. You'd make, you make another million bucks off of that shit.
0: Which, okay, help me understand this. Maybe you can't, maybe I, I don't I don't understand the success of some over the success of others. Neither With, do I. And it like it doesn't I don't know how to say because I don't want to shit on Kaz, Cause because that I still love what he does, whatever, whoever, if it's a team, okay, it looks great. But to have such such success in one area of this toy overarching theme or figure or vinyl or art or whatever, that's nuts to me versus having someone like you who's been in the game for so long and you're talking about you haven't hit
1: that. Well, I mean I'm not going to shit talk anyone on this show either except myself. I mean, I will definitely shit talk people in privately, but it doesn't it's not germane to the particular argument. I mean, you know, cause succeeded because initially when he was doing those bus stop posters, like the fashion world responded to that. And then like the hip hop world responded to it. And it's like some uh, very famous people picked it up and amplified it and dialed it in. And then like once that's happened, once like people of that status, you know, uh, consider that work to be something to collect, well then you're in that space. For whatever reason, because it's not like I have been invisible, you know, in the world. I just think whatever I'm doing is just maybe it's just an extension of my own weird personality. It's sort of almost repellent, you know, to people of that sort of stature. I think my maybe my work is too communist or something. It's I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm too close to it to 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 know. But it's just like I don't have a single fucking celebrity buying any of this stuff or even knowing about it. So it's like, I don't, and it's like almost so extreme. You'd think after all this time, some fucking would Seth green buy this shit you'd think he would, he doesn't, he doesn't even know I exist. So it's like, how can that, how can that be? I have no idea. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I think what's crazy about that is your whole persona is like to not give a fuck about any of this. And that's like, everyone talks about that in Hollywood. Like, I don't, fuck them. I don't care what they think. Or you just do whatever you're going to do. Do your own path. But they, like, it's, you're not living into that because you, you're an artist right Oh, well, I mean, I
1: do care what they think. Yeah, or at least as long as long as to what they think. Yeah. You know, even if like the thing was like, oh, like the reason, here's the reason why you are not connecting on that level. And it's X, Y, Z. I'd be curious to know what that was. I mean, it's like, I can't, I don't give a fuck because i can't give a fuck you know it's like i mean i do of course i give a fuck do i want to be lauded and praised and 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 flown out and you know rich and to be talked about in like you know certain you know established circles of you know uh royalty cultural royalty and you know to be included in Biennials and you know, and, to, and museums, and to had to be regarded as somebody of importance. Of course, I want that, but it's just like I can't live as if until that happens, I'm nothing. You know, it's like I have to find some way to convince myself to keep going. Just so it's just like so, just by by the just sort of economics of it, I can't care about. That. I can't give a fuck about that. You know, if I did give a fuck about that, then I. Fucking kill myself because then I'm an yeah. utter failure, you know. And it's like, who wants to face that, you know? So it's just like, I won't give a fuck until it serves my purpose, until it serves my interest to give a fuck. Then I'll give a fuck. Yeah. You know,
0: I think I'm interested. I want to switch uh, gears a little bit because, like, yeah, I could talk about toys and do all that on here and people would eat it up, uh, whoever fucking listens to this, but I, I'm interested in your activism. That. Okay. Like you use your platform and are posting constantly. I remember uh George Floyd, those like you were in those BLM walks and uh you were uh like getting the shit kicked out of you by police and then monetizing that, and then you have like put out figures about indigenous people. You have like you're using your voice. But you Well then which is dope. Like you you have a following of 30, 40,000 on Instagram. And that means thirty or 40,000 people are now seeing that you give a shit about how other people are treated. That's, that's a voice that like, I'm willing to listen to. And I think that's what builds up this suck persona. Like, yeah, you, you play this like super villain character, but you actually care about how people are treated.
1: I mean, doesn't everybody?
0: I would like to think so, but I encounter some pretty awful people.
1: Well, thankfully I don't, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, like the force field that repels like the Hollywood types and the, and the gallery, you know, the big time art dealers also repels douchebags. So what does that tell me? I don't know, but I, I don't seem to encounter, everybody I encounter in my life is one is great. You know, it's yeah. like somehow i'm I'm like I'm, i'm attuned to that you know it's like i don't really meet very bad bad people and when i do they don't they don't stick it just doesn't stick i don't have like toxic people in my life you know i don't have like hugely problematic relationships or anything like that and so i guess i have a particular worldview you know that just um you know, it doesn't cost me anything to give a shit about other people. I just hate stupidity. I hate stupidity. And I think cruelty and, and, and is stupid. You know, I think violence is stupid. I think racism is stupid. I think homophobia and transphobia is just, it's stupid. It's like not only, it's not, I don't know, I mean, like, yeah, I care about other people, but I'm just like so offended by how dumb it is. Yeah. You know, I'm like intellectually offended by just like the conclusions that these people come to, you know, when it comes regards to like, how to treat people like racism is just, it's stupid. It doesn't hold up rationally. You can't rationally argue in favor of it. You know, it it's just like, it's just shocking to me how people live that, live that way, you know, and that's normal to them, you know? So. And how long have you been a part of this like activism? I mean, probably I a long that, fucking but... time. I mean, I was at the I, probably the first time I ever went out pro, like to an active protest march was probably in the Rodney King shit. Damn, it was that like was ninety ninety one. Yeah, I, I was living in Eugene, Oregon at the time, and that was a very I got that was a very activist place, you know. So I guess I sort of like got into that. I mean, one of the things that made me want to go, I'm from New York, but what made me go out to Oregon was like, I was, I had very much romanticized the 1960s when I was in high school growing up in the eighties. I mean, that was obviously in a, a, a classic important era, but at the time I felt out of place, you know, and I was just like, it just seemed harsh to me. New York was harsh in the eighties, you know, and it's just like the sixties just called to me because in my mind it was, You know, it was more open and there was more loving and acceptance and just like, I don't know, just something about it attracted me. And of course, you know, it wouldn't have been the 1960s without all the protesting and all the civil the civil rights movement and, you know, all of all of that shit. So it was just like, I guess when I was living out in Oregon, I was just drawn to that. Maybe initially just because it felt like 1960s cosplay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know, But, you know, as I got older. You know, it just, it just, I don't know, it just made, it just stuck. And it's like when, when the pro, when the, when the Black Lives Matter protests were going off this summer, I mean, they were literally happening outside my window. What am I going to, I can't sit here while that's happening in the street. I just couldn't, I had to go out at least like to fucking see, just to see what was going on and to participate in some way. It was like, it just seemed too important to just watch on tv especially when it's like i can literally see police tear gassing people across the street you
0: know yeah so and you're in like a hub you're like you're in new york so it is a huge hub for these protests and stuff and you like you just were in posting about one about asian americans and the prejudice and the hate crimes and stuff yeah um I mean, those ones aren't as violent. I'm, I haven't seen much violence uh, in those protests. But you're what's crazy, like, and what's exciting is you're not afraid to get your hands dirty. Like, you're you're willing to go in there and be a part of it, even though you're you're not you might not be in the affected group. Like, fuck that, you're gonna stand up for it, which is amazing.
1: I guess. I mean, I don't want to give myself too much credit because it doesn't really take very much to just like go. March for a few hours and then listen to a bunch of speeches and put it on Instagram and then continue with your life. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. that's not, that's nothing really compared to like the work that like real activists do, you know? So, and I don't have it in me to like go that deep. And there's only so much I'm willing to personally sacrifice to be completely honest. You know I mean? There's people that have just like given their entire lives to this, to, to to one movement or the other and God bless them. But I can't do that. It's like, I have to do this shit. And it's like, I've always tried to like, I'm stuck making these fucking figures for better, for worse, because it was the only thing I could come up with in my stupid brain, you know, to be that I was good at that people would give me money for. (laughs) And so it's like, if I have to do it all the time, it has to integrate into like what's going on in my life and what's going on in the world or just what's, what happens to be capturing my, interests or passions at the moment you know I can't really separate the two it's like I have to find a way to integrate the work into my life or else I'm just not going to be able to do it and it just seems like why why wander all over the place like looking for an idea when it's right outside the window you know yeah and you know I you know when it when, when I do stuff like that you know, I wind, I, I give some, I give a chunk of the money away. You know, you kind of have, you're kind of morally obligated to. It's like, I'm a super villain, but I'm not a fucking asshole, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, if I'm going to make like a whole series of toys that are based on all the great activists and protest movements of, you know, the last hundred years, you know, and I just keep all of the money. Yeah. That's just not, I couldn't live with that. You know, and it's like I don't want to, you know, and I don't want to be called out, you know, either for being a profiteer. It's like I can profiteer off certain things, no problem. And it's just like even supervillains have to give something back because you have to like, my 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 the ultimate supervillain is Dr. Doom, you know, just the way he runs his operation. And he is wildly loved in his home country. You know, he does look out for the peasants that he rules over. You know, I mean, maybe it's a bit of an extreme example, but it's just like you need like, you know, the old, old, all the all the old mafia dons, you know, like their power comes from the goodwill of the people, you know. And it's just like if you're this just weird, fucked up, isolated figure, you know, and you don't give anything back to anybody yeah. ever, you know, then you're just, you know, then you're, you're, you're out, you know. Yeah. So even, even in the most cynical and strategic, you know, way, just like doing shit for other people is good for you you know, and it's not necessarily the only reason I do it, but it's a, you know, it's, 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 there's a side benefit, you know, I just feel like I don't understand people who are just completely selfless. I don't know if that's healthy or not. I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live, but it's just like some people, they just put everything on the line, you know, for, for their movement. And it's just like, I don't see how they can sustain that. It just doesn't seem, it seems like you're neglecting your own self a lot of the times when when you do that. And, and if you do that, eventually you're going to run out of energy. You're going to run out of juice and you're not going to have anything to give. So yeah, I feel like rather than do anything totally radical, it's just having an integrated and balanced approach to things. And like you do what you can in the world without, you know, and, and also take care of yourself.
0: So with this, uh, like your activism side and your toy side and this persona, like we keep talking about, where do you see it ending? You've talked. Well, it about ends when
1: dying. I die. But uh, I mean, like that—none of that's going to end. Like the bootleg toy thing will end. Okay. When I said my final piece, and when I find a way to replace that income, I mean, I really want to do porn. That's sort of like the Direct next one get It what? Director, act, both. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've already done. I've already done a couple of investigations into that. It's just not quite ready to like launch. You know, it's like I'm still just sort of trying that on. But it's like I'm already convinced that I'd be that I'm that I'd be good at. It. it's just a matter of getting it up and running you know and it's just like i just haven't been able to focus on it and the nfts really disrupted a lot of things a lot of my ambitions that that sort of suddenly became much more prominent but i just feel like you know like i'd like to take a break from manufacturing from objects or self-manufacturing or making shit with my own hands and i'd like to just focus on television and music and you know and adult content And I don't want to give up making toys and stuff, but I think I'd like to have other people do that. Like I'd like to produce proper toys in a proper factory, just do the design and let somebody else handle all of it. And I'll get my little royalty and I can focus on other stuff. And then maybe somewhere down the line later in life, I know I'm going to miss, you know, making stuff with, by my hands. But at that point, I can come back to it with a different attitude and a different eye and a different, you know, different criteria. And, you know, instead of having to make these little quick, cheap, consumable objects, I can do something big, grand and sort of installation-y, you know, and hopefully not have to worry if it's commercially viable because I've I've, I've taken care of that in some other capacity. And then after that, somewhere in there, I also have... An idea for like a a a big budget science fiction TV show. Okay. Like I've already started writing it as a novel, which will take forever. But I have a couple of like fantasy books in me, and I would love to see them turned into like an HBO show, God forbid. That would be great. And that's something I could probably get away with doing later in life because, you know, I wouldn't have to be in it, and I could just have the ideas and write it out and let competent people make it. And then probably like the last thing I'd want to do is probably just like write some sort of autobiography or something. Yeah, it seems like you live live somewhere peaceful by the ocean and just like play with Playmobil and eat sushi and have like a, you know, a a wife that's 30 years younger than me and and then I can fucking, you know, die. How do I sign up for that life? That sounds amazing. I mean, I'm still working on that, but (laughs) I mean, I guess those are just like if I was going to sketch how I would like my life to go. That's it. Maybe it probably won't go that way because you know how things are and it could take its own, its own course. But, you know, I expect, I expect, you know, I don't expect to like ever like give up trying to like do my creativity to the highest level that I possibly can. I don't know what level I'll actually achieve. Maybe it'll, maybe I'll exceed my own expectations, but it's like, I can't do anything. It was like demonstrated to me, over and over again, that this like, I have to do this. I'm forced by the universe to do this because every time I try to get out and like get a real job, it just, no. The answer is no. It's like, I couldn't, I can't get a job. I've tried. I, a couple of years ago, I had a real financial crisis. Like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm going to like get a job or I'm going to go work in an ad, an ad agency or which I would be fucking great at. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get fucking anyone... Nothing, could not get that going. So I just like, all right, I have to fucking figure out what the next toy is going to be, I guess. And like, I've been pulled myself out of so many nosedives, you know, that like, there's nothing. It's like, this is, this is the, 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 this path has been laid before me. And it's like, I have to see it through to the end. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to stop complaining about it.
0: Seems like you're trying you're trying to transition from this like groundworker yeah. to being the
1: guy that oversees
0: everyone that's taking over these aspects
1: almost. Yeah, maybe. Although I don't see myself like running a company with employees or anything like that. I just that's not me. I mean I I could have done that. I don't I don't have the that's not a talent of mine to like run a business, you know, or to just like be an organizer or an administrator. I can't do that shit. I mean if somebody could that was good at that could come in here and build something like that around me, that would be great, but I can't do it myself. You know? Uh, so it's like, I, you know, if I would probably benefit greatly by some sort of like manager or a business partner that can handle that side of things, you know, production people, but it's just like, I can only do like the creative shit. I'm not necessarily good at like marketing. No, I'm okay at marketing, but like all the non-creative stuff, all the business shit and all the like, just, it just takes, it takes time. Like once you've done the thing, then you've got to do all the other things, take the photos, put them in the store. You know, it's like I have never been able to figure out how to outsource those things. Not smart enough. Yeah.
0: I mean, it would take a quick post on Instagram to run applications through to see who could come work for you and do all that shit that you hate. Nobody will be able to do
1: it. No one? No. Why is that? I just, I don't know. Um,
0: It doesn't yes. work that way. Do you need too much or are they just not able to fit what you could need?
1: I mean, I don't want to like sabotage myself, but it's like, I'm constantly going off in so many different directions. I don't know how somebody would come in. I mean, I've had people come in and try to like write down everything and like put it into some kind of structure and some plan. And it's just absolutely undoable. Yeah. You know, it's like I had a, I have a sort of secretary that helps me out with certain small tasks. And I had her like make a spreadsheet of like everything I had going on. And it was like 50 fucking things, you know? And it was just like, I, I nobody can come in and look at that and make sense out of it where I can't make sense of it. You know? Yeah. It's like, if I can't figure it out, no one's going to be able to figure it out. So I don't have an answer. You know, I don't have an answer. I almost feel like maybe if I really wanted to believe that there was some sort of divine hand of fate that was like wanting this to be. And it's like, I, my, my, I can't see around the corner And if I did see around the corner, it would like kind of ruin what was happening here. So I just have to think that like, I've somehow made it this far doing this absolutely preposterous thing, you know, and I haven't starved and I haven't died and I'm relatively happy. And I've actually have done something in the world as much as I want to minimize it for dramatic effect. You know, I have accomplished something and I'm not getting old really. And I'm not, I feel fine. So it's just like, there's no reason to not do it. So I'm just going to trust that there's some wisdom in w- the way it is, you know, and I'm just going to, you know, I, you know, stop railing against it. You know, I'm always fighting myself, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's like a lot of where like the supervillain shit comes from, you know, like Vectar and Lord, you know, those are both me, you know, and they're both working at complete counter purposes all the time. You know, for some reason, and they're both of them represent. Like you know, sometimes when like the trope of like the split personality, you have like a good side and a bad side. Well, both of my sides are bad. They're just bad in different ways. Yeah. You know, like one is a megalomaniac and one is a misanthrope. You know, like one is miserable and broke. One is just like vain and rich and self-aggrandizing with nothing, you know, inside of him and the other one it's just like and they're both of those things can't co- don't want to cooperate or maybe they are cooperating but like it's like that's sort of the whole sucklord concept, you know, which I didn't make any of this up. It just happened to work out. You know, it's not like I masterminded this. You know, it was like I only retroactively figured it out. You know, I just made up that name sucklord to be like, "Yeah, fuck you." But it was only after living in it that I realized that there was another level to it. And it's like, I don't know like what happens. Like, you know, at the end, like, is there some integration here where like the, or both of those characters die and there's like another character, is there more to me than just like my, you know, my self-loathing fighting my fucking egomania? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Is there like a deeper person in there? And what the hell is that person gonna do? that people are going to want to see. Like, what if I become like a beautiful person? Because look at what happened when I was on Work of Art, right? Yeah. I came in and it was a very sort of like controversial, mysterious person. Nobody could figure out where I was coming from. And, you know, I kept people on their toes with my sort of personality. And then there was that episode with the kid, you know, where I had to like do that. And then like a whole other side of me came out and like the sort of beautiful, caring, sensitive soul emerged and then then it was boring you know and then the story ended you know that was like that was it you know so it was just like i don't i don't know if people really want to see that so it's just like i don't know what's you know i don't know how to navigate i don't know how to know how to navigate all of that shit so i just hash it out making in, in my action figures and like i i had i had a psychic tell me that nobody in the world is really truly gonna understand what I was going what I was doing until seven generations from now. Oh so my great, god, that's fucking great.
0: Seven generations, that's fucked
1: up. That's something you don't want to tell an artist. Well, I think some artists would love to hear that, you know, yeah. because I think for some people, leaving a mark on the world is what's important to them. I don't know if I give a shit about that if I have to be miserable while I'm alive. You know, I'd ra- I, I mean, I'd rather live a fulfilling life and then have everybody forget about me the second I exit the scene. Because what do I care? You know, I'm dead. I don't know. You know, it's like I want to be f- fulfilled now. And if it's superficial and immediate and then when it's over, it's over and nobody fucking writes a, bo- a history book about me and I'm not ever spoken about again. Well, I mean, I guess I would be too bad for whoever who's fucking left. But I don't give a shit. I'm not working towards that. You know where I think there are some people who would who would want who think that that's important. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, regardless, it's a at least at least if I don't get the true satisfaction in this world, you know, in my lifetime, but I was guaranteed like, hey, you know, two hundred years from now they finally figured it out and you're and they worship you like a fucking god, like oh well, all right. That's fine. That's, that's, I'm glad you set your bar low. I mean, you never know how what happens in the future. I don't believe. I don't know. Who knows? It's like the thing is there's so much more information in the world now. Yeah. It's like really difficult to sift through it. And who the hell knows like in the 100 years, 500 years from now, what of this time will be remembered? It's like everything is stored on computers now. What happens if, like, something happens and there's this great, like, collapse of the power grid, you know, globally? I don't know if this is even possible, but you never know. Some catastrophe, unforeseen catastrophe, some shift in the magnetic fields, you know, could do something hypothetically that, like, erase all the hard drives in the world. Then what? Like, so what? Like, did none of it happen? Like, how will this all be remembered if if that happens, you know? And it's like... I, that's, you know, so it's like, I, I mean, mean, it might be the fucking campers. planet of the apes for all we know. So it's like, who cares? Like, are they going to be like looking at a old book of like, Oh, there was this guy named the suck Lord once. And he did this thing. No one ever did. You know? And like, meanwhile, they're like sitting around a fucking, like a campfire, you know, <laughs> in a cave. It's just like, no, it'll be on that. view. Whatever, man. The whole world is going to, collapse the sun is going to go supernova and then none of this will matter yeah so we Sorry, need to go off on it
0: no hey that's what this is for you know we as we come to a certain part i like to plug the artist but you you don't need plugging we know where to find you that stuff is unimportant because you like every artist or everyone that goes for your toys they know where to go to get for you uh Do to clue yeah hell yeah they know where to go like you, you the The way that you market those toys and how, like, you do the one-offs where you post them and then immediately once they're bought, they're gone. Like, that's genius. And people know that you have, like, I don't know, 30 seconds to get some of those toys sometimes. You have such an air about you that all of a sudden you were like, yeah, let's sell a cum rag on an auction. i done stuff like
1: that here and there in the past. I mean, I, I think, to be honest with you, like, it's just – it's just a modern day version of Duchamp, you know, where anything is art, you know, and like any ephemera is sort of considered, you know, you know, a sort of important part of the curriculum. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it only sold for $65. So it's not like a huge achievement, but it's like, I like, I already know that there's enough people who see me in that way, you know, like, like rich, important people in the art world don't, but like, weirdos like you do and so i know that i can use that to to sell absurdities you know and i think people kind of like that they like the ridiculous aspect of certain of of something like that you know like because it's art it's like it can get away with shit like that and it's like i just find i think just people appreciate the the, the joke you know it's like it's almost like a spoof on It's almost a spoof of what it is. It's like, it's hard to explain, but it's like a joke, but it's not. I I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just, you know. And I don't know, maybe people are oversexed or just like, I think there's something about the fact that it's so explicit and just so outrageous that like, they have to have it, you know, or they just feel like... I think some people just think, like, maybe I don't want it, but, like, this might be a historical artifact. God forbid this asshole really achieves something in life, then, like, <laughs> it's good that I have this thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just a game. I mean, I sold boxes of garbage. Yeah, know? I talk about that well, constantly. Dozens of people. those things. And. We- Can you explain that? Like, what's that? You just came up with the idea. Can I explain it? No, Uh, I can tell you what it is. I mean, I've, I've already done it. People have come to my studio and they just like, you know, I guess to them it seems remarkable or it looks like something that they aspire to do, even though I think it's not enough. And they want some piece of it, either because they feel like it holds some sort of like magic in it or it just, it's just a re it reminds them of that feeling, or it's maybe it has an energy to it, you know, or maybe it just has some sort of historical value. I don't, I don't really know. So it's like, it's, it has sort of happened here and there. And like, didn't Andy Warhol, like make a bunch of these like weird time capsules that were filled with just abject bullshit. Yep. So, you know, it's kind of a riff on that, even though like there's good shit in my garbage boxes. Um, do- I send boxes of stuff to Dove. You know, I send him everything I make. And he claims to have found a sock in one of those boxes. I saw the sock and it was not my sock. But nevertheless, he he posted it on Instagram and people have nothing better to do than speculate on the nature of the sock. And how it got there and why and how wild it is, you know, that there's a sock, a dirty sweat sock mixed in with all this important art oh how ironic and so I was like all right you cocksuckers want socks you know (laughs) I got (laughs) socks I got all kinds of shit you know um laying around and it's like if I put it in a nice package with a little card and a little thing with the provenance saying saying that this is indeed what it is and it's a mixture of personal garbage and ephemera from the artwork it's like i mean if you really you know if you were like an archaeologist and you went through these boxes you would find little bits and pieces that sort of tie into like known works you know and i guess maybe people get a kick out of shit like that i have no fucking idea and i think i don't know there's a sort of submissiveness to being a consumer yeah. and it's like, i think it's not like you're saying the honesty of it is what attracts people to it it's like They know they're being hustled, but they're entertained by that, you know, and they appreciate that, you know, that there's an honesty to what they're buying where everything else is phony. And so I take advantage of that.
0: Yeah. I think I've never been more infuriated than watching unboxing video after unboxing video of your boxes of garbage. Cause I was waiting for like, the punch, the kick, the waiting for something to come out of it. And these – what what got me was like the power you had over the people that bought it because they were so stoked that they – like, oh, shit, look at this box I just got. And they started pulling stuff out, and I was like, uh, okay, where, where are we headed in this? What were you expecting? That ha-ha, there's actually something very valuable in here? Yeah, maybe, but I, I thought – I don't know, because it, it was something that was so hard to pin down. When I saw that it was for sale, I was like, "Man, he could be saying like bootleg toys are shit or they're garbage." So he threw a bunch in there. He could. I mean, there's plenty say,
1: pieces of toys in there.
0: Yeah, I've seen some people take the pieces they found and like made figures. That was pretty badass.
1: Yeah, good for them.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I think you have just again, you've got this. I don't know. I don't know what to describe you've got something where how it's not like it's the wizard of oz that curtain and he's like this big head or even like you watch power rangers in the 90s and you got zordon with the giant head that is how the newer like i don't know whatever wave of people were in as far as bootleg toys but that that these new waves me and inc- like that's what you look like to them
1: that man behind the curtain analogy is interesting because it's like you see the great oz and here's this big fucking head and then like the guy hiding behind the curtain is just this little frail feeble man but in my case the curtain is there is no fucking curtain it's like you can see the asshole pressing the buttons making this big fucking smoking smoking noise thing with you know and then but like the curtain has been removed and you still fall for it.
0: Which, which, yeah, which those, those boxes. You can see me
1: standing there like a wretched, miserable old fucking creature, you know, gassing you over and over and over again and you still go for it. So what does that say about you?
0: Yeah, which I, I, and I think if I had to guess towards the end of whatever this is, you talked about the idea that like, these two super villains birth maybe some new character and you live in whatever the shit that is. But if that is the, like, let's say you go there, I would say that you're going to like a new curtain is going to be built and people are still going to be doing the same thing. Like I, you can't get away from that.
1: No, but it's not a bad life. I can't, I mean, it, it's not a bad life. It, it, it keeps me occupied. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like I've created a, a I've created a self that I myself don't fully understand, you know? And if I did, I'd be bored, but because I don't understand it, uh, it keeps me coming back to it, you know? And it's like, this isn't really like a persona, you know, like I'm not acting right now. I don't think like, you know, it's like, I don't have this sort of like other version of myself that are like turn on, you know, when the cameras are rolling. I mean, I perform, you know, it's like I'm performing now because someone's asking me to speak into a microphone and I have to articulate myself and speak clearly and be succinct and be entertaining and speak at a certain volume and pace, you know, to make, to make material. But this isn't like a performance. I'm not acting. It's not like there's another person behind all of this. This is it. You know, this is my persona is my real personality. It's just so ridiculous that it seems like a persona, yeah. you know? So I'm like this when I'm by myself. Which is know. so scary. Well, I like, I have to entertain <laughs> myself. I spend a lot of time by myself and like, in a way I've, I've probably bought into my own fucking shtick more than anybody else has. And I don't even realize it. Or I, maybe I do realize it. Yeah. I can't tell if I realize it or not. And I mean, this is life. becoming a therapy session now. So. Hey, wait, that's fine. We can, we You're can, it re- a weekly thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all a person can. That's what a person's life is to to know themselves. Yeah. You know, and I come to know myself through these fucking stupid toys. (laughs) Uh, So we're gonna close it up here. Last bit.
0: Throw some advice out there for the new wave of toy makers coming out. Whatever you want, advice. What what advice could I give? Uh, You told me to not ask anyone and I didn't, and I've never had a better time at anything else. So so now you want to take that
1: away from somebody else? No, I want you to say something that might help someone else. You mean somebody that wants to do what I'm doing? Yeah. If they want to
0: make bootleg tours, they want to jump into this fucked up world we call art. What is something that you could share with them? Maybe don't do it. Maybe look
1: out. (laughs) I don't know. What's your, what's your last regard? But I always say don't do it unless you have to, you know? Yeah. It's like, you're probably not going to be successful. You know, people come and go all the time. Yeah. You know, maybe they, I mean, just fucking do it. If it interests you, then fucking figure out how to do it. It doesn't matter if it's bad. Just fucking do it. Maybe, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Try it. Who cares? Maybe you'll be great. Maybe you'll be happy. But, like, the thing about bootleg toys that I think are a little different. And we gotta dis- we should do- are we going to dissect what a bootleg toy is or we ran out of time? But um, I mean, uh, they could fucking look it up. You know, if you want to fucking, well, no, because only my definition matters. So whatever they're going to look up is going to be wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. Share your definition then.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, fuck you. That's your problem to figure it out. <laughs> You know, because I when I started making this, these toys, as far as I know, nobody else was doing this. Mm-hmm. I did this because I had to, because no toy company would hire me. And so I had to just make it up. And that worked out fine because uh, I wasn't following any anything. You know, and it's just like trying to do what someone else that you saw someone else do. Eh, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a way to be, it's like, you know, it's real easy to just get like a fucking star Wars figure and make a mold of it and swap the head out with another star Wars figure and do it in ironic colors and then make a little package around it that, that defeats the purpose of the toy and sort of subverts the idea. And it's maybe, you know, it has some cheeky fuck you aspect to it. Anybody can do that. You know, it's like, how do you make that matter? you know how do you make that mean something over the long term like how do you use that ability to make the thing do something for you and like i don't know what the fuck you need in your life yeah but you could find it through toys through this process you know if you if you were if you wanted to but some people i don't think have a relationship with themselves really and and you can see it in their artwork.
0: That's see, that's the, that's the piece right there, because that that makes the
1: most sense to me. You have to know yourself to make good art. I don't know about good art because I don't know if I make good art. I mean, that's well, but I mean, whether it's good or bad, it's 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 attempting to it's conveying something about the inner inner life of the person that made it that only that person can do you know it's like this this all these things come out of the part of me you know that's unique and everybody has that part of them to a greater or lesser degree and it's like your artwork is probably going to be derivative and not that interesting like if I can look at if I look at your thing there's some people who make stuff and you can tell immediately who made it and there's other people that's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't speak to any individuality really. It just looks like, it looks like a buy paint by the numbers type thing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you can't just do this shit in a vacuum. You have to, you have to live a life, you know, in order to like have, you know, To but then again, people are stupid and they'll buy anything. So what do I know? That's, oh, you know. That was the phrase right there. I'm going to start the podcast with that
0: phrase. Uh, thanks for giving me your time. Sure. Uh, you ever need more therapy? Let me know. I'm I'm in to jump in for a couple hours.
1: Okay, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I do this often enough. And it's like, I basically say the same thing in one way, shape or form, you know, because that's all I have to say. But it's edifying for myself to, to, to hear it told again, you know, because I have to wake up tomorrow and grind a little harder on this next batch of crap. And just having somebody listen to me talk out my shit, you know, gives me the, you know, enough, enough mental fortification to do it one more day. So thanks for that.